Paul? No, I'm the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shatter. <laughs> I thought I'd say that same different. Yeah, I'm Matt. Hi, everybody, and welcome. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got a quick story to tell you, Matt. I'm at a bus stop waiting for a bus that didn't turn up about half half hour ago. <laughs> I Fingers thought you sounded crossed. a bit echoey. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Can we make this like a really long one? And have you sit <laughs> yeah. the bus yeah. It's going to turn up now, isn't it? I'm going to get weird people looking at me all the way home. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, the ladies' triple threat fighting or ladies being on top of each other <laughs> in, 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 their, uh, in their, what they wear in the wrestling ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Yeah. We've got an extra wrestling podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Matt. <laughs> and this is Chitter Chatter Podcast. Um, At the bus stop. Was it you or me? <laughs> it must have been you. <laughs> yes, yes. The trainer is wondering, yeah, we're second, attempt number two, take number two. <laughs> I will, I will, I will put the first part in it as well. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but even so, it's still take two. Take two. Okay, so we're doing this uh, uh, little podcast today. So uh, I'll let you. Uh, Did you hear anything that I said, or was you gone before I mentioned Saudi Arabia? I just let the cars pass. Uh, no, I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> So no, many cars. Any of that? We, <laughs> basically, no, okay. Hear any of Right, cool. So you know, last week I said that I wanted a pay-per-view that wasn't named after the stipulation, and then yep. we get Saudi Arabia. Mm, sorry, just uh, loud. <laughs> and and we're going to have a Hell in a Cell match. We are indeed in a no hold card in a triple threat match. Huh? <laughs> in a triple threat and a no hold card match as well. Are we? Yeah, the Goldberg what? and Bobby Lashley is no hold card. Oh, the women's champion. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've got a uh, song for you. It's in The Little Mermaid. It goes under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this triple... Th- I'm going to let... Uh, let's let, let's uh, hear a lot from you. Um, <laughs> so, what, what's your views on the, Sel- on the Saudi Arabia... Uh, event and what matches are you looking forward to most and least well i think if you look at the match as a card should we call it as a, you know you can't really say any of them is going to be disappointing or at least shouldn't be the old sober thing i think we all know is about money uh, which is fine but it's all I think we've lost him. Matthew, are you there? I think we've lost Matt. Oh dear, oh dear. 
Well, hopefully we get Matt back soon. Um, if not, it'll be attempt number three. Round three. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mike. Ding, ding. <laughs> the count of three, we're out. <laughs> oh, Matt, how, how are you? All right, so, so where are you now? Right, so now I'm... <laughs> now I'm out. Now I'm... Um, well, I hope no one's trying to get me because I won't say my exact location. But I'm now home, <laughs> which you know where that is. Okay, all right, okay. So, yeah, okay, so we just started to talk about the matches. Yeah, uh, well... I've got a, a listen here. I'm going to... First of all, I'm going to say this. Uh, we can still hear the cars going past. Yeah. So, if I start <laughs> shouting everybody, it's because <laughs> I think I'm talking over the cars. <laughs> I'm literally walking away from the main mode now. <laughs> okay. So, yeah... I don't know if this listing that's on the WWE website is the order of is sometimes it is, but what, it does Saudi start Arabia? with the uh, yeah the Crown Jewels preview listing on the WWE they, official website. They've actually got a plan. <laughs> well, this is where I get all my info from the official sites, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I, well, I won't talk about the matches. I'll just run down them quickly. So the first one listed is obviously, so we know what we're talking about. We've got Roman Reigns v Brock Lesnar, the triple threat match of the women's one, which uh, Becky Lynch, Bianca Bella, and Sasha Banks. The War Tag Team Championships with RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos. And then we head towards the WWE Championship with Big E and Drew McIntyre. And a bottle goes flying in the champion no holds barred match. There we have Goldberg. <laughs> Bobby Lashley, and of course, as you say, finish off with Edge versus Seth Rollins in the hair in the cell. So, yeah. is there any of them you don't actually fancy? Not literally, but yeah, you know, <laughs> that sounds like. Um, because I'm interested in Brock first Roman, but well, I kind of knew you'd say that, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, except for that, is it more storyline now? Is it more storyline? It's more, I think, because it's rock, and that's it, really. I mean... I, do, I have to say, I, I do prefer this new one, this new version of him, that actually talks. <laughs> yeah, I definitely prefer the new version of British Spotlight, and that's actually talking rather than uh, Paul Heyman doing everything for him. I don't know who's lost who here, but I can't hear him. Uh, I'd call him Mike, so uh, maybe he's chatting to himself and I'm chatting to myself. <laughs> Hello? 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 Can you hear Hello? me? Hello? I can can you now. hear me? What about oh, now? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you now. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't know who chatted who, but this is be a, a comedy of errors. <laughs> it's quite so, a long yeah, one. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so Brock Lesnar, yeah, I, I do prefer this new Brock Lesnar to the last one. Uh, but yeah. you know me, where it stands with Brock Lesnar, in and out, uh, just for a few fights, I don't really like. 
it's not because like yeah, I know we've had Goldberg and a couple of others do it, but because Brock Lesnar normally wins the championship, that's where it disappoints me in storylines. But hopefully it might be different. Yeah. Well, you know what I think that they they could have done. They, I mean, they might still do it, but they might they they should really build on on the story of Paul Bowman and Brock because I think this is a. In case you're hearing me, he's kind of getting up. I've lost him. Oh, dear. The Hello, can you hear me now? Yeah, the joys of mobile podcasting. <laughs> can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. That's all right. I've got, I was going to call you Roger Roger, but there we go. <laughs> I don't know what happens here. But no, um, I think yeah. that they could have done... Um, uh, uh, more to the story of it, I think. But what is the story? Obviously, you got Paul Heyman. Is he with Roman Reigns or is he with Brock Lesnar? Well, this which is, is the obvious story. I don't think there is a story, which I think is the biggest problem of it all. I think if there was a story, it would be a lot better. I think they're just going with the flow. And I, I don't yeah, know. It'd be an interesting one because, yeah, again, I can't, not sure Roman Reigns going to lose it, uh, the belt at that point, but at the same time, he's got to lose the belt to somebody. Um, so, you know, you've got to ask who to, but then the same with Brock Lesnar. <laughs> if he wins it, oh, who's he going to lose to? WrestleMania, so, Goldberg yeah. back. God. <laughs> but I, I think so. That's the thing with Brock Lesnar. You say it's very hard to do with storylines over the many years. As much as a good wrestler or main attraction he is, he is he really, as we say, uh, a storyline one? But you know, no, no. interesting. It should be a good matchup. Whatever. In a weird way, I think there's not many headliners that they've got now. So you you look at oh in in Bella, my dog's called Bella. In, <laughs> it's Bianca Bella. You know what he likes now. Uh, <laughs> um, I've got the Bella Those twins. I've, I've got the Bella <laughs> twins at home. Quick, go before Leanne gets home. <laughs> you, got of, you got a bottle of wine? Okay, I've been looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh God! Right. Um. Let me take off these headphones. One second. Okay, while you're doing that, can you I don't me? know if you're aware. I can hear you. Oh, good. <laughs> but I don't know if you're aware, actually, talking about uh, viewing the pay-per-view, actually, there is actually a cinema brand in the UK that is actually showing it live. A cinema? Yes. The UVE cinema chain on certain cinemas, I don't know how many they've got, but there are quite a few listed, are actually showing this pay-per-view live at five o'clock on their cinemas. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, might put the kettle on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, that... <laughs> so, so, uh, so, yeah, you know, I think that's really good to have. You know, often the trouble with us here in the UK you're talking about 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock a.m. starts. But, yeah, this they are actually showing it 5 o'clock 
and there's a listing of the, all the different cinemas. So if you're near one of them and you're watching it, might be worth checking out. Do you remember the pay-per-view shown in Australia? And it was shown at, I think it was like 8am, no, 9am here inside the UK. I was like, bloody hell, that, that is not a good time to watch a pay-per-view. <laughs> it's, uh, well, the, this five o'clock one suits me, actually, because it's just, you know, it's, sort of, it's almost like starts half hour after I get home normally, so um, ideal for me. I can't Matt, remember the I'm about, I'm about to have a bloody fit. There's a spider in this room, and it's bloody huge. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> really? You're talking about people doing hell in a cell matches, no hard bars, and you're scared of a blimmin' spider. Oh, I hate spiders. <laughs> the spider's going to go no hard bars on you. And the worst thing is, this stuff I'm spraying is flammable. <laughs> or if my caravan oh. go, goes up tonight, you know... Well, everyone that listens to this will know where I am. Yeah. If, if, you, if you get disconnected, if you get disconnected, then we kind of uh, know that you're gone as well. <laughs> oh, poor spider. Just get a glass and a piece of paper. Tap him in the glass. Slide the paper under. Do you know, if, if there was, a, if there's a podcast of errors, I think this has got to be it. <laughs> if this is not the weirdest pod- podcast you can ever listen to then I want to know who uh, yeah. I don't know I, right sorry okay so let's, let's be professional come on <laughs> um, so anyway. the match um, Saudi Arabia uh, the show. Yes. What's your favourite match going to be? Oh, um, favourite match. Um, One year before Timo. Probably purely because it's a Hell in the Cell match. Yes, Edge and Seth Rollins because they're going to give it all. Goldberg probably like will be good, but it's just going to be two big blokes knocking socks off each other, which is fine, but. It could be one of those that goes really quickly or no one. Big Drew McIntyre, I think, is going to have a bigger story. Uh, again, I can't see Big E losing it because he's only just picked up the championship. But obviously, Drew McIntyre is a big pull at the moment. So I think that's got legs to go for a little while yet. Uh, RK Bro and Ajax and Omar's. Um, I can see that again. Um, I don't know whether there's an AJ I must form that at some point, but again, I can't see them winning back. I'm not sure when AJ's contract is up, uh, also. Uh, Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, that should be quite a good match. I think triple threats normally are quite good matches. So, uh, yeah. you know, I don't think there's one weak match in it, to be honest, but probably Edge, Seth Rollins, find a big one. Well, I mean, what annoys me is we've We've just had like big pay per views of SummerSlam. We had WrestleMania. And even though these were meant to be the big come out of lockdown pay per views, everyone come and watch it. I don't know why, but the one in Saudi Arabia seems more worked on than any other American pay per view in the past two years. 
I mean, yeah, it's probably contractual obligations, isn't it, for WWE to provide some of these people. It's probably more contractual type things. Because it's the money, yeah, isn't it? So it's more money it, from, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Money talks, contractual. Um, obviously, yeah, not only that, also you've got to think that people will perhaps subscribe to the network to watch it as well because they have to watch it via the network. So they can get more money through the revenue from uh, doing pay-per-views. And Peacock uh, in, in America. Yeah, yeah. Of course, you know, that's why I sort of made pay-per-view network, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of, you know, so there is perhaps a money thought that they can get more people to sign up for things like that as well. Because I'm sure most people probably uh, hang about once they have signed up. So yeah. that could be part of the plan as well. Um, also, if you have these big, oh, how should I say, the big matchups all the time, people could draw a bit of a bore after a while. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I must say, uh, I'm, I'm a massive fan of Brock Lesnar, right? And um, I, d- I don't know what it is, but I think the storytelling, sometimes you're a fan of it, and sometimes I'm a fan of it. Now, you you earlier said that you were a fan of this new Brock Lesnar story. Um, well, not necessarily the story, more the character. Well, there ain't he, a story he's there. Human. He's more, no, but the, the fact that he is speaking. Yeah, I mean... The fact that he, you know, he, he's, he's not just running down, just doing a, you know, whatever, and doing a suplex sitting, that's all you see of him. Yeah. That's what it is. You know... It's a- I I just think that he's been brought in, and he's. I think he's lot. I mean, there there was a massive potential that he could have come in, took over the whole of SmackDown, or took over the whole. I mean, that would have been bloody amazing. Think the Survivor Series, right? Brock takes over Raw. Roman is the leader of SmackDown. Survivor Series, Raw Smack SmackDown, Brock First Roman, and then there's a story for it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I, that's the trouble. Isn't that the trouble with Roman Reigns? No, I do like Roman Reigns' character, uh, the way that's gone. But at the same point, as I say, at some point, he's got to end. And at some point, someone's got to match up with him. So if you have both brands dominated by one person, Again, that could get a bit of a, a bowling type thing. Apart from who's going to challenge who. You know, the, the Fiend or Finn Balor was a great matchup. Personally, he weren't that keen, but I thought it was great. But again, you know, that's it. There's no real follow-up now. Uh, obviously, Finn Balor gone into King of the Ring and, uh, you know, beat Cesaro. You know, so it'd be interesting. Well, you know... I I I really wish that you know King of the Ring. I wish that was a yep. pay per view. Well, it used to be. Yeah. In my in my old day, it used to be a great, and I I really enjoyed it when they used to have it as a pay per view or main event, where because they had you had uh, I don't know so like ten wrestlers, and they used to fight two three times three times. For the night to be kind of winner, 
Uh, and yeah. I said this to you once before, because when we debated about the championship, I said that once Grove went crazy, I think it was with Chris Jericho, when I kept saying he was the first universal championship, it drove me crazy because I am sure the first time they did the King of the Ring was when Macho Man won it and he won the belt. And they always declared that as the first, you know, universal type um, undisputed champion. You know, I actually done some research on that. You're right. Yeah, I, I looked. Him, what them. can I say? <laughs> <You know. laughs> it, it's always just one of those things that's always niggled me. That that's just you know. It's one of those things. Hmm. But yeah, you know, I remember that. And, and that was probably one of the first ones. And yeah, I still remember it. I don't know, 20 odd years, however long ago it was, you know. Because I remember, yeah, obviously the good days of Match on Man Hulk Hogan. Because I think it in the Ultimate Warrior, I think it was literally those were in part of the King of the Ring. So you was guaranteed good matchups, you know. But there we go. Yeah. yeah, so I wish it was still pay per view in the same format, personally. Same here, because it it would make more sense as well. Because it's not like AEW when they're doing an actual event about it, but they just brought in the King of the Ring, and there's yeah. no plan for what happens to the King of the Ring. So, do you think there's going to be any surprises in the Crown Jewel? Anyone show up, or any surprises in storyline? You know, will we um, get a conclusion on the Paul Heyman, or is that going to continue for? A bit longer. I don't think nothing's going to change at at that event. Um, what I think is they're going to probably probably bring more names to it, um, like big star names. Um, but like every Saudi Arabia event, they go there, they do it, they come back and forget about it. They had that cup for the best in the world that Shane McMahon won. Then weren't mentioned again. Then Braun, Braun Strowman won the uh, greatest Roy- the Royal Rumble and won that trophy. Weren't spoke about again. <laughs> so it feels pointless. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I think it has been mentioned a couple of times, but I think this one has kind of, as you say, it's a one-off event, uh, more of a um, a, a traveling promotion feel mm. to it, and then as you say, rather than part of the main storylines, and maybe that's yeah. because not everyone gets to view it or not, you know. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's the same they come in the UK, they do special ones or they used to, and yeah, uh, again, it, it says it followed the storylines, but it didn't affect the storylines. That makes sense, yeah, but it's like. They, they say that, but then they've got everyone on it. So it's, it's a, a massive event. You would never see Brock <laughs> do a, a non-TV show. It was going to cost too much for a non-TV show. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's, it's, it's difficult because obviously at some point they... Um, yeah, you know, we can say that who do you leave out, but obviously there are some left out, you know, several tag teams. There's not really much of a tag team apart from the tag team championships. So you got, you know, you've got the New Day, you've got the Street Profit, you know, you, you've got quite a few tag teams there. You know, obviously 
we can mention the ladies' championship, and before there wasn't allowed the ladies' competitive. So it's good that they've included that one, um, and that's going ahead. Yeah, but the thing is, but, WWE are trying to take credit for that. And yet it was actually um, already happening in Saudi Arabia. I mean, next, I think WWE is going to do an event in Africa going, let's save the world. When it's been done like 20 years ago, nothing's happened still. But anyway, I, I understand what WWE are trying to do. Yet I think there's, you, 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 you they're, it's like that they're, they're paying that well they're getting paid by the kings who are making who made them laws in there in the first place so it's a bit of a hypocritical event in my opinion if if you know what I'm on about I, I'm just I I kind of <laughs> do but I'm just trying to relate it to um, obviously WWE's obviously uh, American based. Obviously, here in the UK, we've just had the uh, Newcastle United Football Club bought by several South Arabia. So, you know, isn't that similar type of life? I know they're saying that this the football club's going to have a, a slightly longer plan, that there's no going to be quick turnover. But again, it's all about the money. They're going to invest in the club, they want to make it great as a club. Um, and obviously, it, it no matter how much we say or don't, re- or should I say perhaps don't realise, it's the same for WWE, as I mentioned earlier. It's all about promotion for both the country and the clubs, uh, the companies to promote their products, uh, companies and promotions between countries, good connections. And that's what it, a lot of it is. It, it's not quite tick boxing, but there's like, hey, look at us. It's like, yeah, look at us. We've got money. We've got a product. You know, let's get together. Let's work together. You know? Yeah. But at some point, where where you know, I'm not going to say where does this ends. I don't know how many what the contractual uh, numbers they have to do in Saudi Arabia, but it does have a feel of more of a promotional show than an actual. Maybe it's just because of where it is, and they haven't been able to do with their big LED boards or something. I don't know. You know, I like things like that. You know, yeah. but. Um, there's something that I think that you might live that live love. Uh, have you heard anything about Jeff Hardy? Not recently. Oh, I've got some news for you. So, do you remember? I've got a sneeze coming. Uh, one second, say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate did it. You realize, yeah, did you realize about Edge? Uh, that it was said that he almost joined AEW. If he wasn't allowed to go back onto WWE, he would have joined AEW because they contacted him and he's like, well, let us know, let me just think on it. And of course, he got the medical clearance and he said he wants to talk to Vince first. Uh, um, and of course, they, they agreed him to come back. Otherwise, he would have been no one to go to AEW. So basically, he's wrestling in WWE to stop him from going to AEW. Well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but but I do respect the loyalty because I spe- spoke about loyalty once before, didn't I? You know. Yeah. So, you know, on Edge's point, he's like, look, you know, I want to speak to Vince because um, this is a story that I've read. I can't, you know, clarify this 100%. It's just something I read. He, he's basically said that I want to talk to Vince because I appreciate all that he's done for me all 
after all these years. So he went to them first. So yeah. Um, that, yeah so, so you're Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Okay. So do you remember TNA when when TNA was good? Well, vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking well, to Impact here? Well, before it was called Impact, it was called TNA. Uh, yeah. And that's when I was a massive fan of TNA because TNA was like, uh, I don't know, TNA was, in, in, in my eyes, bigger and better than AEW is now because... TNA grew from such a small company and grew into what it was, then got effed over by Eric and Hulk Hogan, who spent all their all their money and uh effed the company over. But anyway, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hart Hardy uh brought out their characters and Matt was that character that said delete and Jeff was a character called something Nero. Do you remember that? Have you heard of that? No, this is new to me. I'm just sitting back listening. You're on your own. Okay? You know, Are you I'm being just, serious? Uh, yeah, yeah. But you love all this. You, you, you love the theatrical side of wrestling. So I would have thought that you would have loved this. I think the thing is, I think I didn't watch a great deal of the indie independent wrestling so much yeah. in those days because I just purely followed the WWE mostly in the early days. Obviously, there's a few British ones, and I did watch a few Impact Wrestling. Um, I, and, you know, you mentioned there about Impact and that all being smaller companies and they've built up. Don't actually realise also, it's the same for WWE. At the time of Hulk Hogan, they almost went bust and things like this. They almost went, not just because of WCW, but because of the structure of it all. I won't say it was bad, it was all good then. But again, the demands of it and the cost of it all, it was financially difficult for them to keep it going. But obviously, you know, hard work's prevailed, which is why yeah. I say I'll have to respect WWE, even if I end up liking AEW more, because they are a fantastic company. You know, yeah. I will always have that respect. And same here. You know, that's one thing that I'd always say. It's like saying, you know, if someone's done something great for you and you really appreciate that they was there and got you through that, that shit time WWE has got that really special connection with people that when you have a shit time in life the WWE has got a really weird way of being there and supporting mm. you in a way that you you can sit there and slag the company off yet inside you wouldn't do it unless you had passion you go back you end up going back yeah I always think those who could do complain about it, of course, of course there's going to be people complain about it and moan about storylines, but we all do that. But like I said, for me, it's always going to be based on respect. And there yeah. are times when you're going to have great matches. Every company is going to have great matches. Every company is going to have bad mistakes. Every company is going to have bad matches. It's part of the learning process. It's part of who matches up with who. So yeah. why 
moan about one when at some point I've seen slip-ups and bad matches on others. You know, there have been some absolutely fantastic AEW shows, Impact shows, and the rest of them. And yet there have been some which are like, yeah, where's the phone? I'm going to start playing Candy Crush or something. You know, it's kind of, you know, it happens with all of them. You know, we, we mentioned this before, you know, so, you know, it, it, it said, uh, you know, the, if you enjoy wrestling, why not appreciate they all, you know, they all offer something slightly different. So someone might not like saying because it's a bit more PG and they want saying a bit more. But then you've got to expect the wrestlers to sort of say, oh, we can't keep doing this forever as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what I don't understand most? So English. <laughs> Good. That that yeah. one that was quick. That was quick. Um I'll give you that one. Um so, so sad. <laughs> well, what I don't understand most is that WWE Raw is in my opinion doing really, really, really shit. And you've got SmackDown, which I'm not gonna lie, some weeks I can watch a whole episode. You mean I can actually watch two hours of that show? And Raw, I watch ten minutes of. SmackDown, I can watch two hours of. Sometimes I watch ten minutes of. Depends on the way it's been booked and storylines. NXT. I think that. Go on. I was going to say. I think that's Raw's biggest problem: the fact that it is a three-hour show. Yeah, so but did me, you hear it? Fed out of the adverts. But did you hear what? Go on. No, I was going to say, in fact, if it was a two-hour show, to me, it would be much better. Yeah, but have you heard what the, uh, what you know, the Khan guy, the uh, director, who's alongside Vince now, Tony Khan? He's not alongside Vince. He's AEW, isn't he, Tony Khan? Oh, sorry, it's the other Khan. Um, right, continue, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the other Khan who works along alongside Vince, he had a meeting with a reporter from Fox. And he said, Well, they want to earn money. And they, and they said, and his words was alongside the way of saying it, I believe, Raw should be a four hour event because ad, the, ad, the advertisers are paying. So in, in, in their eyes, they're laughing all the way here. Because whether or not they're getting 1.6 or 1.2 or 1.0 or 1.4, they're getting 1 million viewers each hour. And their advertisers yeah, are going mean, to... Hey. I think the difference is that now, this, you know, again, um, they do get more adverts in the, the USA than what we have in the United Kingdom. Yeah, in yeah. the Kingdom, we do a hour show, and fifteen minutes of that is advertising. Um, you know, I record War obviously because of the time, and I watch it sort of the next day when I get home from work. But I end up, as you say, skipping forward through the adverts, through some of the interviews, through some of the other bits and pieces. So I can easily make like a three-hour show into like an hour because of the skipping forward. Yeah. You see, it doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I would hate it, and I think the 
there's thousands of people who slag the company off and who moan about what it. But I think Mike, what we're having for, what we're having for dinner. <laughs> I'm actually putting the candles on. Um, candles sound like you're making a sandwich. <laughs> I think there, there's a lot of people that hate well a lot of people people slag the company off and they moan about everything and they can't tolerate everyone yeah if it was taken off TV what what would honestly what would what would we all do to be honest Literally. it's like when here in the UK they went over to BT Sport Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had BT, BT Sport before because I was watching the football. But then there was a time that like, I don't know if I really want to keep paying for this. So when they went over to it, it's like, do I, do I not? Because I've got like two things that I like on this channel that you've got to pay extra for. And and I I thought, yeah, you know, if the football's not on, I've got the wrestling, so I feel like I've got something I'm watching. Uh, I kind of... Um, don't regret it at all, to be honest. But could I live without it? Of course we can. Anyone can live without it. Yeah. Um, but I think this is where the AEW is missing out in the UK because obviously it's on ITV, but it's on like 11 o'clock at night. And it's I not live. It's repeated. Yeah, and I haven't got the Rampage as well because I often look for that. Now, I don't know whether that's on the, uh, is it Firefox or Fire TV or something? Fight, fight. Have you tried? Right. Have you have you tried watching Fight uh, TV? Uh, let me ask you a question. Is it free? No. Right then, no, I haven't. I've, I've, <laughs> you know, I'm at a point now where I don't want to pay anymore. Basically, yeah, understand. You know, we pay extra because of the BT. We pay extra for the network. If it was free, you know, it's like, uh, you know, if the AEW had a um, a network themselves. I don't know if I'd sign up to it. I'd want to because I like the wrestlers. I like, you know, the WWE wrestlers there. Might as well call it WWE point two anyway, but that's another <laughs> story. But, you know, like I can say, I like their product. I like it. No problem. But there's only so much money in the world, you know, the general people can can have. So it is a bit of a demeanor, really. But, yeah, can you live without wrestling? Yeah, has it given me good many memories? Yeah, it has. As, as you mentioned earlier on, I mean, cut times have felt a bit done. And like I said to you before, things like the Daniel Bryan, yes, chances, all that sort of stuff's been uplifting. So, you know, it's difficult. At what point do you say, this is a product that I really want to watch uh, and enjoy, and it's given me you know, goosebumps moments to a product saying, yeah, actually, I can live without it. Of course you can live without it, but how much are you going to miss it? Yeah. I mean, try to, try to buy you some time for that. I'm worn out now. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I've lit all the candles, thanks. Um, <laughs> what have you got? Blimey. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, I'm not five. start running a bath now, are you? <laughs> it, it actually, yes, poor Leanne, but not for me. Uh, we've got 12 candles. Uh, no, 14 Creep. candles. Creep. And we've got two electric candles. So 16 candles. Yeah, and, and you're not creeping, of course. What are you after for tonight? <laughs> Nothing at all. A bit of, rest, a bit of wrestling. 
Oh, uh, anyway, going back on topic because I think yeah. we need to wind this up at some point. Uh, yeah. So, Crown Jewels, are you looking forward to? It? Mm. <laughs> it's weird. Whether yes or, or no? Not... Yes or no? Yes. And are we? What's? Do you know the pay per view after that one? Um, isn't it going to be Survivor Series? Because that's what everyone's pissed off about is that they've done this. Um, or that well, they done well, they done that. Uh, the thing where everyone gets transferred, which doesn't happen for two weeks, by the way, and then when it happens, it's Survivor Series. So it's going to be it's going to mean nothing anyway. Oh well, we we shall see. We shall see. Uh, so, well, uh, obviously. Uh, sorry, I was going to say, um, what about you? Are you looking forward to the pay-per-view? Oh, yes, I am. Yeah, I can't say a lot on here, which was going to disappoint me. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't go on for like five hours or something like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes this one has been quite a long one. You say you get out and you're like... I'll watch it, but it's going to be like finish like nine o'clock, nine o'clock at night. You're thinking, well, that's my evening got, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. So I just hope it doesn't go on for too long, really. Um, if fine. it does, you have to be asking uh, what other matches are in there, you know, because they do throw an odd one to show. But yeah. I was like, well, Matt. Do, do, do you want to have a quick prediction? Yeah, okay, go on. I'm only going to call this one Mike's prediction because I ain't going to bother, but I just wrote you in it now. Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, winner. Brock Lesnar. Instant. Huh? The Bianca Bella, Bianca Bella, Becky Lynch, and Sasha Banks. Oh. Becky Lynch. Okay, bro, or AJ Styles and Amos. Um, okay, bro. Big E McIntyre. Who? Big E or Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Goldberg v Bobby Lashley. Goldberg. And Edge versus Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Well, that's the list up, and that's Marcus' predictions. If you do not agree with him, I do not. <laughs> what about what, what about yours? What about yours? It's time to go. It's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, quickly, um, I think Roman Reigns probably, uh, due to interference with the Usos, etc. Um, Becky Lynch, because she's only recently just got back and just got the title, so you know. I think they're going to build more with Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. Uh, Arcade Bro, I think, will continue because just because I think so. Uh, Biggie and Drew McIntyre, I'd be happy if Drew won and was a champion again because I thought he did a fantastic year when the company struggled with COVID. So I'd be happy to see him and he had some great matchups as well. But I think Biggie's going to win that one. Goldberg, Bobby Lashley. Um, it's a difficult one because I think for the sake of the promotion, you'd say Goldberg's going to win, but you can't really see much beyond Bobby Lashley. So that's a difficult one for me because of it's either the wrestler or the promotion. 
Uh, so I'm going to skip over that one. Edge, Seth Rollins. I am actually going to go with Edge for that one. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. Hmm. So that, that's my thoughts anyway. <laughs> the loser. What, what 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 happens to the loser? Who predicts wrong the most? Well, yes. Uh, who I wonder indeed. But I think Edge Seth Rollins, you know, will be a great matchup, and I think it's just it's say it's like one of these one last time matchups, which is why I mm. think Edge will win it. Well, let's say the person who's who's predicted most ma- matches wrong should have to sing Barbie Girl on the next podcast. Uh, I will claim copyright against me if I have to sing that. <laughs> <laughs> good, good pull out. Good, good pull out. Well, Matt, <laughs> as always, it's been a massive pleasure. And that was matt i'm mike and this was mike and matt's chitter chatter meet us next time as matt sings a different version that isn't the same as Barbie Girl when he loses. Goodbye from me and Matt. Bye-bye. I'm an action man. Here's my song. <laughs> Bye.